Hello and welcome to the latest instalment of the True Blue podcast from the Chester Chronicle, discussing everything Chester FC related from the past seven days. Uh, special one today, joining me is Academy Head Coach Callum McIntyre, fresh from Chester's fantastic 3-2 Youth Cup win over cross-border rivals Wrexham uh, on Wednesday night at the Swansway. And also joining me is Kane Noble, who played in that game and is uh, part of Callum's squad and has also part of uh, become part of Anthony Johnson and Bernard Morley's first team squad in recent weeks. Hello gentlemen. No, there you are. Very well. Last night, it's uh, still fresh in the mind for everyone. It's a fantastic night. I mean, it's um, it's whatever level you 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 beat the old the old foe. It's sweet, isn't it? But in front of a, a good crowd and on a big occasion, FA Youth Cup um, and fully deserved winners as well. Yeah, calm down a bit now. I spoke to everyone after the game. It was just uh, it was manic because of of how important it was for everyone involved. So. Yes, there's the element of, uh, certainly for either two of us sat in the room, me, Kane, James Cottrell, George McCready, like local lads, Chester lads, you, you, when you support the football club and you follow the football club, yeah, you, you understand what the derby means, much of it's a rubbish cliche. Probably less about that, um, more about you've then got a group of lads that are ex-Rex and been let go. So Danny Edwards that scores the first goal was released from Rex in May. There were players that were judged to be playing in Rexham's team that were... You know, above the level, I thought he was he was magnificent. And then you have the genuine bit of for us as a, a youth section, where we were seven years ago to where they were. That's the first time we've gone toe to toe under 18s and Wrexham will still have that football league status, still have hey, the stuff that they would uh, they would boast about. And how would we compare? And uh, so to to get a victory, to do it in that competition as well in the FA Youth Cup, what it means in front of the crowd. Um, was was absolutely magnificent. It's something that I live with the players and the staff for a very very long time, um, and it was it was everything you'd you'd sort of wanted to be. I've never made a secret we want to get out of there, and that's not disrespectful. That's not to let's have a derby and let's have, no. It's they're the sort of games you want. You know what I mean? It's the only competition you can go and play. You talk about your rivals, um, and I thought we were really really good value for it. But yeah, an unbelievable evening that. My throat hurts, Dave. My throat hurts. <laughs> my head hurt yesterday when I spoke to you. Now my throat hurts from hey, the celebrations. They went on hey, for a while. Um, it felt like a derby, though. Oh, it was. It, it, I know. I know. It, it seemed like there was something added to it. I mean, because sort of, <clears throat> derby's just a word, isn't it? I mean, if you've got 11 players against 11 players, that for, it doesn't mean anything personally, but for a lot of those lads yesterday, you could see, kind of see that there was a personal element to it oh, in terms of whether it's from, was it Ken, your... You're from the latest of the Chester lads, and then there's, like you mentioned, Danny Edwards and the like who've played for Wrexham. And then you've got Wrexham team, which contains Wrexham lads who understand the derby, the staff do as well from both sides. So it's it kind of had all the hallmarks of, of and, and what, three years to the day since an actual 3-2 oh, yeah. derby win for Chester against Wrexham. It was perfect. It was a derby, I think you're right. I touched upon it last night, in the second half it became a derby. Um, you talk about what it means, it's almost like less about where people are from. The way we do things down there is different, isn't it? In terms of yeah. youth level, yeah. never made any secret. I think we sat in here like ten months ago um, and sort of talked about that. It's a little bit different. What we stress to our players, we play a certain way, but it's about the people. And I, I hope people see that as a hallmark of the the players that come through the youth section at Chester. I'd like you to think they're good people. So probably it's home. I'm even in the stand last night. I mean, you and Murray, uh, <laughs> we were out for lunch in the day. Because he said he was as nervous as I was going to be. He wanted to sort of settle down. Great. 
Uh, Matty Thompson, Rain Hallowell, Alex Downs, Nathan Brown, Croft coming back from Nottingham for the game because he didn't want to miss it. You know what I mean? Sam Hughes texted me, but sort of ahead of it and stuff. Uh, when the draw was done, just sent me those eyes on, you know, an eye message that yeah, we all know yeah, what they mean. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to have those players there with you, they're good people. And I think what the lads do and what we try and encourage them to do is you have to get the football club. You have to love it. You have to love, like, Kath and Jimmy on a daily basis. You know, the cleaner, Jimmy Solar, kit man doing the stuff. You have to go and say good morning to the ticket office volunteers. You have to love all the press lads, you, Shane, even the lads from the leader. You know what I mean? Be all right with them. Um, Albert, the way people are around the ground, you have to be a certain type of person. And what I think these lads have, particularly this group, Kane's group, they have a genuine affection for the football club because they're 12 months here so far. <laughs> they've seen it all, haven't they? Mm. They've seen a relegation. They've seen a financial crisis. They've seen a real success at youth level. They've endured some disappointment. They are, they feel a part of it, and that is the lads, whether it's a joke about Dion Jones and Lloyd Marshews. They leave their house about half six every day at Cumber Chester. They live... Lamba Vecken, hey, it's getting better, by the way, that, that pronunciation. That's not bad, though. That, yeah, That's not bad. You know, the, the way they come across, Stuart Crilly, like, jumps on a train, gets picked up from the beach every morning. Zach Butterworth lives in the village of Hamforth. Sounds like the manor house. They ain't, they ain't all local lads. It's local in football terms. But I tell you what they all, and you saw last night, they're all mad for the football club. Yeah. And not in a sense of being mad and wild supporters. It does mean a lot to them, because that's the way we try and bring them up. And I think you saw that, because I, I just remember... When I got the chance to do this sort of part-time first and then full-time, I wanted to have a real clear identity on the pitch, off the pitch and in the environment and that's the people. And if we get one thing right, I think that's that's what we do. And I think you saw that last night. I wanted to think, if I am a supporter, what do I want a Chester player to look like? I don't mean in terms of DNA and identity, I mean, what are they like? And I, and I think there are some like some common traits in all of them and there's a, a humility but an absolute desire, and they're all winners, aren't they? They're oh, all winners, definitely, and that, that's one thing. I suppose there is an element of, I know, going into that game, you're, you're underdogs, I mean, because when you're in that in that environment, I mean, Wrexham's academy is Youth Alliance, Football League, playing Football League academies, but because of what's gone on the past 12, 18 months or so, at youth level, while everyone else, is, well, while the first team previously, like <laughs> this season aside, because it's going well, um, past couple of years in the first team, people have become used to losing. Whereas the youth team has been a uh, a source of of kind of positivity amid a, an absolute sea of gloom. Um, <laughs> but you, but they've become used to you winning. And it seemed like yesterday, when I was speaking to some people in the stand, it, they didn't really. It wasn't really kind of a we're underdogs for this. It was oh we'll win this, you know. And, 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 yeah. and that's expectation. I mean, the likes of Kane. I mean, you've been part of this. A winning group now for a good while. You're part of that hugely successful um, team last year. Um, winning becomes a habit, but you've got to work damn hard at it, and that was the case last night. Yeah, I think uh, we identified that Wrexham had some good players, uh, so we just thought, do what we do well, and then see where that gets us in the game. And obviously, at times on the ball, we weren't what we would have liked, but. Um, we made up for it in the desire, as Calm keeps saying, but and our off the ball and the game plan that we had, we carried out. I think to a team, and it might not have been pretty at times, but I think it worked for us, and that's all that really matters, doesn't it? At the end, and it's, I mean, you've experience of the first team yeah. this season and last. Um, 
you going into that kind of game there because people on the press bench next to us are going, oh, you know, Chester got a couple of lads here who experience first team football. I mean, last year, I mean, when you were in charge back end of the season as well, Callum, it was kind of a, you lads were very much needed to, mm. to be part of that group. And you're in there on your own merit this year, you know, so it's. Um, but did you feel kind of, I suppose, because you've had that senior experience, you're, you're one of those, almost got to be a leader I think, last night. Same for Lloyd, I suppose. I think um, because. I've sort of been in and around the first team. I think there's a part of me that has to like put that in a box because you've just got to turn up on the night and at the end of the day, it's that night that only matters. You can't sort of draw on what's happened before. It's just always as good as your last game kind of mentality I have. But yeah, I do feel some sort of, not pressure, but responsibility to have to lead to turn up. And especially because it was Wrexham. You know what I mean? I've got a got to be on the front line leading the lads so. and you'll know what that means I mean you're a, you're a Chester lad yourself aren't you so I mean you'll you'll know more than anyone I mean you've 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 scored twice in front of the Harry Mack now isn't it <laughs> so it's uh, you, you'll know exactly what, what Tom Ruffer went through last night I suppose but it's um, but for the past I mean when did you first arrive into the academy uh, back end of two, two years ago yeah, fifteen years old. And what 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 was your path kind of from from f- to to get there? I know it was it Airbus you at Bruce. Uh, yeah, Airbus, then Tramia, and then I knew Carl through schoolboys, right? Because Chester lads, so we knew each other through there, and then brought me here, and ever since loved it. We and and last year was unreal in terms of what was achieved. It was kind of unprecedented off the scale. I mean. It, we talked it up so much during during that season, but it was impossible not to because it was such an achievement, wasn't it? I mean, and, and the game against Warsaw at the end was kind of the icing on the cake, the celebrations, everything kind of came together perfectly. Um, what's it been like being in that environment? Because while the first team was failing miserably last season, and you were in this bubble of, you were the one positive thing about the football club. What's that been like? I feel like, as you say, last year we were just sort of not the only stripe of positivity really so that was just sort of a just pride because we were the sort of the light really in the dark so we were sort of just proud of what we were and yeah at times last year we weren't pretty like last night but still won us everything didn't it <laughs> I mean and in terms of how it's been this season following on from last season is there almost kind of a case of how do, you, how do you keep that intensity up, Callum? You know, I mean, because you, you you kind of you sweep the board last year, and it's how you get. I know you've got lads who progress. So I mean, you and uh, you and Matty, um, Alex, have all moved forward um, the first team. Same for Rain, uh, and then you've got a new group that comes in. But I suppose it's how you keep that energy up and the, the will and desire to, to win. I mean, I suppose that's that's a, a conundrum which which any successful team faces. Joey, be a dead honest and I always try and come across that way I haven't experienced a level of pressure in what I do as much as I have probably between the end of last season that includes the end of last season to now so you talked before about I'm a nightmare because it's my football club and I want the first team to win every week and that support and I'm a nightmare when I do the commentary with the lads, I can't sit still. So when you're enduring all that, so you put yourself in like my shoes, 
from April. We finish the season, we make it into a National Cup final. You act as caretaker manager with the first team. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. For three weeks. <laughs> and that was, and what came of that, that was a great experience, and you were brilliant with the press, brilliant with the supporters. But a lot was made of the fact that I was 24 years old. You know what I mean? And, and I'm all right with that because I've always had that, Dave. I've always had. I was too young to be the youth team manager at 19. I was too young to too go young to drive the van. I can drive the van you now. You can drive the van now. I will drive yeah. the van to Dunstan. Anyone that, so anyone that wants a photograph with me in the van <laughs> on Saturday will sell them as a fundraiser. But you look at that, that end, hey, that was an experience, but I didn't find it daunting because it's what I do, but there's a pressure and expectation. And all I tried to do was stick to my beliefs about young players and give them the opportunity. So a Kano that goes and scores. So then you come out of that bubble... Right at the end of April, and I'm telling you, you're about to go into three cup finals with a group that you've worked with all season. You are then in a scenario where you're going to go, a group of players who they're going to find out about professional contracts. There's no manager to make those decisions. You're yeah. having discussions with the football club. You appoint a contact. So you know when you're preparing for that game at, at Halifax, um, speaking to players at the football club, explaining how it's going to work, making recommendations perhaps to the bottom. I'm talking from an academy point of view, not first team for next season trying to structure an under-9 to under-18 programme. And I'm also watching clips of Halifax until the early hours of the morning because we're massive on our preparation. So you then end that season, it was a dream. That night at, at Warsaw will live with me forever and that is everything about it. To, for these, Everyone knows what I think about these group of lads. So how do you follow it? And there's an element of people at the end of the season who are going, there's nothing left to do now at Chester Football Club that you almost become like you want to lose. I don't believe that. I believe this is the start of something. Our issue, so I'm the only full-time member of staff. Our academy budget is, it's tiny. It's, mm. it's not fair to talk numbers. People talk about pull a rabbit out of a hat. I ain't even got a hat to pull a rabbit out of. That's, that's where we're at. The funds we have generated in transfer fees in proportion to what we're able to spend, and that's not a criticism, that is where we're at, that's realism. Mm. So how do you do it? You have to work very hard. There's a perception that you'll turn up, uh, throw a bag of balls on your back, carry some cones, have some bibs and put sessions up. I'm telling you, you take Wrexham last night. I watched Wrexham versus Fleetwood on Saturday live. I watched the footage of the game in the week. I clipped it into a set piece. And that's not me saying, we did this, we did that. That is the work that goes in. That's how you should do it at this level of football. Mm. And then you go, right, you, you have to select the team. You have to manage the players that aren't in the group. You have to motivate them. So then when you're following up last season, there's a pressure you've produced in the last two seasons a Premier League player and a Football League player out of nothing out of that absolutely nothing nothing was given to us out of how hard the players work so what goes into it get your players right get your process right and believe in it but for all those things to add up that's to be some hard work so I, I'm going in this season and we lose Sam McCormack to ACL surgery we lose Dion Jones to the first game of the season to an injury we lost Kano potentially to an injury early doors you've seen then the effect on that really small group. Our first game, we had to play in the preliminary round of the FA Youth Cup. There's pressure on those lads, and my job is to manage that. My players are so good this year that the only way, if they don't deliver, I don't do my job properly. And I have to go in, and what is the expectation on me to go and deliver? What do I deliver? So I then look at last night, and I go, that was another thing to tick off the list. So we have put a full programme in 9s to 18s, a full youth team scholarship, produced a Premier League player, a Football League player, 25% of this year's first team squad are academy graduates. We've reached the third round of the FA Youth Cup before and we knocked Wrexham out of the FA Youth Cup last night. 
we've done all those things spending I always talk about three Freddos and a bag of Haribo in it I always say it's not the expensive Haribos either it's the B&M versions that you get <laughs> sort of end of line but that is where we're at but what the players do and what they make of it it's you're right to follow last season can be daunting but I'm not I, I ain't daunted by it I want to go and do it all again and better and for me Kane said it before the next task is right the youth team have our own ambitions as a group as a collective let's go and continue to produce players for that first team but I think people think it's easy sometimes it's it's long hours you know what I mean it's long hours it's prep it's trying to do the extra stuff and it hurts us I think that's my point I care too much that's my problem as a human that's my flaw is that I care too much about the players about them as people about the staff about the image and the way we and the way we do stuff so that last night means a hell of a lot you would have seen that I was. do you think that's part of why it is slightly different maybe Kane might be able to shed some light on that in terms of you've been at academy setups before um, and I've seen academy setups at other clubs fairly closely uh, different at Chester the mentality of the group's different in terms of it's it's really cohesive I mean it, what is that I mean you've been at other, other academies what's the difference it's it's sort of bond that everyone sort of forms with each other how is that cultivated though I mean it's it, like it's, it's the atmosphere that we all I saw the disco ball going last night <laughs> <laughs> made a mention of the songs <laughs> it's the atmosphere that we just all like each can't say that's like like caring too much I think that that also shows in liking each other as well. Yeah. I think that translates into we all sort of love being in together and around so much that we just want to work hard for each other and just sort of that that forms a bond that sort of helps us work more and just succeed. Because it's it's a group which there are a lot of lads there who've experienced rejection at a young age already, isn't it? I mean. You, you say, say yourself, you, you'd left academies, came, but I mean, I know um, Nathan Brown, for example, was rejected by Man City, wasn't he? Um, Danny Edwards released by Wrexham. I'm sure there's myriad other part part of the group, but it's kind of a, all that seems to form the collective, if you, if you like. You know, it's, it all forms part of a what is it's quite a phenomenal, actually. I mean, being in and around it, you see it on the pitch, the fans see it and everything, you see the good news and the results and everything, but to see what, like I say, what goes into it. Um, and, and the atmosphere around it, it's quite unique. Um, for you, Kane, how's this season been? Because it's kind of a. I know last season you, you played, you scored on your debut at Maidstone, didn't it? Uh, it's. I mean, that's the stuff that. I mean, I'm a Chester fan, so I mean, that's just the kind of stuff I dream of, you know. The last time I played it, played on the Hallow Tour, I forgot concussion when I played uh, <laughs> during, the, during the summer when we read the picture, I played, got concussion for playing goal. Um, but yeah, for you, I mean, what's it been like? Because for, for most lads, I mean, you're, you're still seventeen. I'm still yeah, 17. still seventeen. So it's that, and you've become kind of a you, you're very much part of that that yeah. first team sort of in terms of being in their thoughts as well as still having your, your role you play with the youth team this season. So you're you're pretty busy. I mean, how how do you how do you find that? I mean, I'm, I'm always quite intrigued to see mm-hmm. how, how kind of seventeen year old lads. I mean, um, just go about the business playing for. Kind of their own town team. I mean, do you take enormous pride in that? Yeah, the pride I think is a massive part of it as well, because I've grew up with most of the, some of the lads in in the stand. So it's like coming to the games with them. It's like 
it's always sort of been a part of me. And knowing that the lads I've grown up with are sort of in the stand, so that, that that's a bit of pride. But also, I always just, I just love playing football, so it's just a massive bonus that I have to that I can play for my own town club and be happy really with just playing football. So because you threw in the FA Youth Cup last night and you already scored in the FA Cup <laughs> this season. Um, have you found kind of? Um, I mean, obviously, uh, Anthony and Bernard came in and they've. I mean, they said at the start of the season they wanted to involve the young players. I mean, they had this perception at the start of the season people were, oh, you know, the Salford money and it'll just be all this, that and the other. But the reality is, I mean, it's yourself, Ewan, Lloyd, uh, Matty Thompson's in and around it, uh, Range going out on loan, uh, and I know that they're keen to, to kind of keep him involved. But, I mean, there is a pathway there, isn't there? What, have you found it kind of working with um, Anthony and Bird and also the group as well? Because a lot of experienced lads in there and you know like Gary Stockforth and, and and Scott Burton in the centre of midfield it's good good for you to pick on Gary Roberts that that I mean you're learning off three experienced lads there yeah Ben and Jenna have been great to work with first first few months I've been working with them um, I'm sure that would be the same for Lloyd and the other young lads and not only them but the players as well like as you said there's a lot of well, a few good role models in there so it is good to sort of like understand that's what I need to be if I want to get there and push on and do what I want to do in the game. So yeah, it's they've been really good working with, and I can see myself prospering. I mean, and it must be kind of strange to because you've got you're, you're part of two changing rooms, really, aren't you? You know, when you're you're towing the line between the youth team and the first mm. team, so you you've got you know the youth set which you're part of throughout the week, and then matches as well, and then you've got first team set up which you've become a part of um, how have the, the players kind of allowed you to, to you know, the first team players allowed, welcomed you into that set up I know a few I, know a few, I mean from from speaking to I mean the, the a good group of guys aren't they some of them are as mad as a box of frogs right? but it's uh, right yeah. <laughs> how have you found that I mean has it been that is it a case of you know I mean, they, they've yeah, really helped you develop as well you, you earn the respect by playing well and then once you're in they're, they're great with you yeah. That's the key thing, isn't it? Earning respect for playing well. It's not just a case of, you know, no. coming in and just young kid or whatever arm around you. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, for you, Callum. I mean, what um, what's it like for you again to see young lads coming through again? Because this, this this year especially, mm-hmm. there's a real kind of like the cohort is of youth team players and strong. It's really strong. The the pathway is the important bit for everything that we do. You have no credibility. <laughs> in terms of success so right last night's great because of what it means what it is what it leads on to the success in terms of trophies last season particularly in the context of where we were as a group is magnificent but the academy exists to develop players for the first team and that is players ideally to progress into a first team role and ideally to sell as a financial value let's let's never lose sight as to what you should be measured on so the pathway is your credibility it's your credibility in recruitment so when we're recruiting at the end of last season you're looking around and actually you can boast our football club gives chances. Bern and John over me have stuck absolutely to the word. We have a really, really good line of communication. We have a right laugh. I was we were it we were out sort of base ourselves in the office yesterday, the, the manager's office, but Bernard made clear that I'm not to touch any of the Jammy Dodgers. A member at the staff member of staff at the club who is not connected to the academy did have a Jammy Dodger. I can't grasp him in. 
oh, I'm, I can't do that, you know what I mean? <laughs> Otherwise, I'll be getting cheese grated. Um, I can't, you know what I mean? I can't sort of speak highly enough in terms of the way they've, they've done that stuff. They include us. We have a laugh, good characters, and they treat the lads properly. The bit, I think the biggest one's you, Ann. I think that moment where you lose your captain. I always say about like managers at first team level at youth level, I say it to players that you can talk, I think you can talk the talk, I'm, I'm the worst for talking, I can talk for England, you know what I mean, but actually the proof in the pudding is the time you actually invest in them to the time you give them, but what you select. So the management at Kidderminster and Scott Burton pulls out in the warm-up have a massive decision to make. Actually the bit where they say they trust you and worry and they want to include him, they do, they throw him in there, they play him in that, that game. That could have been a, oh, we'll just change the shape and bring in yeah. a senior player. Exactly, whereas instead the belief of, no, they're ready and take the opportunity. Newman did take his opportunity, it was terrific, but that then is a massive kudos to the management in terms of that side of stuff, but most importantly, selfishly for us, that adds a real credibility to, we will continue to have a pathway. It's not about where you start, it's about where you are. And you've seen that. Look at Sammy Hughes sitting on the bench for Leicester at Wembley against Tottenham. Can you imagine that? What... This is a lad who's come through, Little Chester, non-league. No, no, it's not where you start. That's what you say to players when you do it at 9, 12, 15. Go and get yourself the best education you can football-wise to allow you to fulfil your ambitions and your dreams. You see, Tom Crawford scored on his debut in the League Cup at Middlesbrough. Come through this little programme at Chester. There's something in it, isn't there? There's something. It can't all be a coincidence all the time. But I think what the first team have done with us is, oh, we have a laugh as well. You know what I mean? You've seen that yourself first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a laugh and that. But they, um, they're good with the lads. I've got massive respect for the respect that they show the lads because that's, you know me, I, I care about them as people. And I think they embrace their, their clear on how they are with them in terms of the encouragement. For them to be there last night and at Marine, um, only positive things for me to say. But just to reiterate that hey, I, didn't, I didn't touch any of the biscuits. If that, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'll stand up in a court of law and say that. I'll tell you what I haven't touched on. Kane's multi-talented, isn't he? Oh. Hey, I've heard this from a few people. I, I, yeah. I had to see it with my own eyes, musically. Get your guitar out, the Academy do. What is it, rendition of what? Uh, you did a bit quite of a, a, a medley, didn't you? It was quite a bit. It was like the sort of album that you'd get when you can't really <laughs> afford to go in H&V. Remember the old market when you go that sort of shop? And there's, there's a little basket pieces. in front of MVC. Yeah, exactly. It's like, uh, like a, a dodgy version uh, it was Stand By Me, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, I can't remember where the joke came from. The first joke is Sir Sean Jones is a top drawer in the dressing room. <laughs> he is one of the best characters I've ever come across. He is as man's boss for him. You never know what's going to happen next. So we're in Poland. Great story. Right? We're in Poland. We've got beat on. Penalties and we in the semi-final. You were injured. You'd cropped yourself in the day again. And uh, what do you do with the lads? They're out in a, a pre-season tournament, a bit gutted. We've gone, right, we're going into Warsaw. Find a restaurant. It's about half ten. Nowhere's open. We end up piling in this place. I remember a wild boar, a stuffed wild boar's head on the wall. And a few of the parents that travel with us, me, Jack Maddock, that was assisting me, there's about 22 of us in the new lads, yeah. winding them up, they're going to sing. Up gets Sean, uh, Sean Jones. It's, uh, I believe I can fly and he's done it to a T. He's belting out. You've got all the lads on tables, chairs. And it just set the tone for the season. It stuck that night, yeah. all the lads singing. So we get to the end of the season, I've gone, come on, Sean, the academy do. Will you get up and do it? And he does, doesn't he? What? Hey, I don't know. The top draw from the lads have gone, we'll all go up with him. So he starts on his own, don't they? The back of the room empties. And then this nugget comes out of nowhere's guitar, which he got out at Christmas, to be fair. So he's got his guitar and just. And I, I don't even know where the stand by me thing came from. I don't know if one of the lads sung it as an initiation. And he were belting out, and there, uh, uh, Riptide. Don't look back at Kyle Wallace, don't look back at it. Just like daft tunes. 
we, we seemed to play away a lot that season on the coach. We had a lot of long coach journeys. Yeah. And then we come back from Romford and it just stuck and it was a brilliant night. But Kane, I'll, yeah, you're a bit of a man of all trades, to be fair. Well, when he scored, he scored against Maidstone in the first day, it was Queen's Park High School, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. One of the teachers messages and said, fantastic news for him. Always remember when he played Hamlet or something. <laughs> <laughs> man of many talents on the stage as well. I tell you, you've got a multi-talented group here. But that's what's great. You don't realise there's, there's people behind them. They have other bits. You've got really talented lads across the board. That kind of came out in the academy, do everyone knows what everyone's about, you know. Oh, massively. Like, like James Cotter on his cricket. You know what I mean? I love you know me, I know the constant <laughs> gag. I don't know anything. You know what I mean? But James Cotter, you get to know the people, the characters. Lloyd Marshews, is it plane spotting? Yeah. There is something in it, isn't it? It's true. You're a big fan. Lloyd's <laughs> I'm not battering him because I love it. Oh, I love him a bit. So I love him. He's uh, he only come out about three weeks ago, didn't it? I think it was Dion grassed him in again. Um, he could tell you about every plane that flies overhead. You kill these lads. Well, no, he was telling us where did we play? Was it Cheadle or Airbus? And Lloyd, yeah, I was struggling to concentrate. So. <laughs> it's next to Manchester Airport. Was it Cheadle? They do. They've all got the little the little yeah, quirks, yeah. and you've got to encourage that. Why do you have to be this football? I see it right. Looking at first team outsider, looking in in that respect, like Gary Stopford. He has me in stitches. Some of the stories that come out, Marnie. What a great character Marnie is with the young lads. I've, yeah. I've been lucky enough to share a dressing room with Craig Marn and what he's like. And hey, I'm not talking about any of the stuff that he gets up to because he's, <laughs> he's a about first time. He's a cat. Tom Shaw. You know what I mean? I've been lucky. Yeah. Uh, I count Shaw's. He is a really, really close mate. He's not wired up right, but those guys. You, we all know exactly why we're yeah. talking about guitars and we're not going into it. All right, but he, um, those characters, you need that, I think, as a footballer. I think you talk about the pressure before. But yeah, Kano, that, that night, that I think that was great for certainly the press lads, it was good the club for, uh, staff. Personally, it was good for me to see that because although I, I see the youth team side in terms of when you're playing games and the reaction when you're wearing this, but to actually see kind of a group of lads, you know, 20 odd lads who have come mm. together and even celebrated success. And everyone knows each other intimately. You know, it's like it, you know exactly how people tick and this that, and the other. And it's like a, um, it, it's a band of brothers, I suppose, isn't it? It's uh, it's going from strength to strength. I can't speak. Strength to strength. It's easy. It's easier to, to <laughs> write than it is to say. It's probably why I stick behind a laptop and I don't get behind the mic very often. Leave that to Shane. Um, but no, thanks very much, Callum and Kane, for joining me today. It's been been great to have a chat to you. Um, Things when's the draw for the tomorrow? So tomorrow. Friday, twelve o'clock. So we'll be glued to that. Um, it'll land on an email. Said yesterday, we get this, nobody new comes into it. Uh, so it's the clubs that progress from this round, and we're one win from the first round proper, which is always the target. So no one knows it'll be Salford. We'll end up getting Salford, won't we? Salford or Fylde. Um, we always seem to play in cup competitions. Um, or someone in the south of England, bizarrely. <laughs> I said that to you last night. <laughs> well, fingers crossed it's a kind one anyway. And then uh, obviously we've got um, the first team uh, in action on Saturday in the FA Cup third qualifying round, Dunstan UTS. Not too sure whether that stands for up the sales. I'm going to assume not. Um, well, well I'll, I'll say we'll be there. We being me. I'll be there live. <laughs> <laughs> Recovering it for the Chronicle. Um, but yeah, thanks very much for for joining me and we'll see you again next time.